0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 95 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast Premiere Video Game Podcast. Uh, tonight we have January Games with Gold on Xbox. The Witcher author and CD Projekt Red have come to a truce. Two Dragon Quest stories for special guest Michael McCloud.
1: Yay. <laughs>
0: There's a new Legend of Heroes pro- project. Is it Legend of Heroes or Legends of Heroes? I wrote Legends. We'll have to pull up the article. I don't know. Research must be done. It will be done when we go over news. Luigi's Mansion 3 is getting a DLC pack, and the DualShock 4 gets a back button. And as a special holiday-themed bit, we will discuss... Uh, uh, I found two articles that sound like, sounded like a pretty good summary. Okay. But they, they did the top ten old-school Christmas games to play, and then the top ten Christmas-themed levels, like uh, areas, boards, that kind of thing.
1: Gotcha. To play. Okay. Including, I'm down.
0: I think uh, Banjo-Kazooie was one of them for yours. and Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's uh, where my mind immediately goes.
0: <laughs> I'm Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Michael McLeod. It's me, Dragon Quest export expert. <laughs> export Dragon Quest exporter. He's personally responsible for sending you mm, your I'm... Dragon your Englishified Dragon Quest games. No, I'm
1: not. It's not me.
0: Oh, the holiday season is upon us, sir. Mm-hmm. What have you been doing with your uh, your holiday? time, prep time not, before Christmas. Not
1: sleeping enough is the primary thing.
0: <sighs> I fell asleep watching uh, The Witcher went up on Netflix last night. Mm-hmm. And we, I fell asleep watching As the second episode. I'm
1: on episode three and I was I, ca- I caught bits and pieces. I got like the cliff notes mm-hmm. for the last half hour because I'm just like uh, okay, got it, got it. So and the it sh- was exciting too. The show is like really, really good, right? It's fucking good. It's really, really good. Yeah,
0: It's like, you know, more Witcher universe, more Witcher lore. It's awesome. I can't believe how good of a Geralt he is.
1: He's fantastic. The yeah. Only only thing I kind of I kind of wish he had a beard, which I know he doesn't in the books. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I thought he looked good with a beard. So
0: there was a scene. I think it was in. I think it was actually in the end of the first episode where he's he's talking to uh, Renfrey, or mm-hmm. he had been talking to her, or the girl that that dude in the tower had sent. Yeah. And he turns around, and he's almost like his Henry. Was it Henry Cavill? Is yes. His, name? his shape, like the way they had him. Almost looked like that boxed Witcher character model from the game, and I was just like, "Damn!"
1: Yeah, got a pretty spot on. As he far he is, as that way goes. better than I was expecting. As far as, like I mentioned just before we recorded, how he sounds, it's just perfect. The voice is that same even like gra- I don't really care gravelly monotone, mm-hmm. sarcastic esque
0: voice. I'm neutral. I'm just here to get a paycheck. Mm-hmm.
1: And and they're, they're most of the stories they've done have been stuff that ties directly i mean obviously there's stuff that already written stories but yeah you know uh you're like oh is that dandelion and the second one i was like it is and they don't i don't think they come out and say that but still it's just like you're picking up on stuff
0: yeah and uh Yennefer is the crooked girl Mm-hmm. i felt so sorry for her they sold her for less than the they were trying to sell the pig for i know did you hear that price i was like yeah this is awful no bueno <laughs> not good yeah, Witcher lore, I, yep. Did do, just do some of that today? I think we might jump back into it too. The the missus kind of showed up at the end of the first episode like, ooh, what is this?
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> All right, fight scene. there we yeah, go. The
1: first one was fantastic. It was good. It? Yeah. Damn good. High marks for the Witcher Netflix series. Mm-hmm. I th- I, I'm kind of, even though I do this every once in a while, I'm kind of encouraged to go back and play some more Witcher 3.
0: Well, what are you going to pick it up on? Because I know it's out on uh, Game Pass now as well.
1: I mean, I already have it on Xbox One.
0: You had a hard copy
1: already. Digital and physical. <laughs>
0: He's a Witcher supporter.
1: Yeah, and I have it on Switch, so uh, I probably just play that version because that's the one I'm farther into. The Switch one? No, the the, the Xbox. Xbox. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's X-enhanced and it's freaking beautiful.
0: I need to fire it up and try it out and see what it looks it's like. It's really pretty. So they enhanced. We get. We didn't get the Game of the Year edition. We got the regular one, right? We didn't get the Game of the Year. Oh yeah, yeah. Witcher we just got the standard one. So that one is also X-enhanced. Like yeah, yeah. Didn't cut it out that's
1: out the one I have because technically they're different. They're different. Um. They count as different games.
0: I remember them being different save files and everything. Like yeah. When when because yep, yep, yep. like, I actually you know?
1: bought the one and said, I was like, oh, I'll just trade in my regular one and get the uh, game of the year edition mm-hmm. or whatever and get the DLC that way. Nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd start all over, so I switched it back out and bought the DLC. Brand new save file.
0: Uh, let's jump straight into news. We're four and a half minutes in. Uh, not a whole lot of news, but I picked some pretty cool things we can discuss.
1: Discussions.
0: Discussions are good. Uh, we've already got Xbox's January Games with Gold. Did you see this list already?
1: I did, but I don't remember anything from it. This is a a short memory.
0: This is a pretty good list. Uh, We got a Telltale game. We got Batman the Telltale series from January 16th to February 15th. Okay. Sticks, Shards of Darkness. Yay. From January 1st to January 31st. Splinter Cell. Haven't we gotten both of the Sticks games now? Maybe. Games with Gold?
1: I don't know. This is the one that's physical. You can get physical. So this is now
0: the. You could safely say that the. Xbox One is a dedicated sticks box.
1: I don't know if there's any other sticks game.
0: <laughs> I think we have all of them at this point. Well,
1: I know there's two, at least on this generation, but I don't know if he's an older series character or not. Uh, They're good games though. You should definitely get them, especially if you do like a a, it's a Splinter Cell sort of situation where it's a very stealth heavy third person action game.
0: I think I remember this coming out at the same time as that cross generation Thief. You remember when they tried to reboot Thief? Yeah. And people were saying Sticks is the way better game. You need
1: to play Sticks is a way better game. Although, to be fair, Thief is not as bad as everyone makes it out to be. I don't
0: think. Why was it panned? So like I was hyped for it. I remember being super excited, and then I I think it it just it wasn't
1: as good as Thief Three to most people. Yeah. So, and I, and I I can agree with that. Thief three is a better game, but the one that's just Thief is still not bad. Three, the one on uh, Xbox. Yeah, it's, f- it's on original Xbox and okay. PC, correct?
0: My my Thief uh, background or lore or whatever is the I believe the second one. That was my first stealth game. Mm. The PC we got from Gateway. Remember the big uh, cloud boxes <laughs> or the uh, cow boxes? Yeah, I remember the cows. We got a uh, we got some sort of idols collection. So we got Commandos. We got. Um, Thief, all the Thief games. We got the Tomb Raider games. Okay. Yep. That's not bad. It had a DVD player in it, so we had the Matrix.
1: <laughs> of course. It's like the one DVD you you need if you Everyone, have a DVD player. Everyone, if
0: you've got a DVD player, it had the Matrix. Yep. Uh, Tekken 6 is available from January
1: 1st to January 15th. Yay. I don't actually own the 360 version of this, so. I don't either. That's perfect. Excited. Don't have to chase that one down. Is it X-enhanced? Do you remember? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's not, but I, I know the Xbox version is kind of the way to go anyway. On this cuz uh, the PS3 loading times are but whole I think that's the version I do have of yeah version, I have it yeah. for PS3 as well and yeah. I know it takes forever to load but yeah the Xbox one apparently is a lot better a fighting game well hey. this is
0: from that generation of weird HD I Japanese think developers. I think it was
1: just one of those things that didn't get didn't get programmed well and, and likewise the other way around uh, Tekken 7 is garbage on Xbox one and much better on PS4 so.
0: makes sense and then last, you have Lego Star Wars 2, the original trilogy, available from January 16th to 31st.
1: Which I do, I find funny because we have, I'm pretty sure we got Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga at one point on Games of Gold.
0: So now this is like a... This is like half, of, chapter. That, half yeah. of that game, yeah.
1: <laughs> I do think there are slight differences, but not enough to warrant an entire thing. I do like the box art, though. I actually have this game on GameCube. That is good box art. I think I have it for Cube also. Yeah.
0: Cesar uh, so talked me into the DS copy years and years ago. And it's actually, actually really impressive on the DS. It yeah. looks awesome. It's was it was like is. a full 3D. Mm-hmm. And we, played a, we played a lot of co-op of that back in the day.
1: Uh, Lego The Force Awakens on 3DS is actually shockingly uh, really, really good. Really? Season. Yeah. And in 3D? Yep. I have that on 3DS, Vita, Wii U, uh, Xbox One, and PS4. He has them all.
0: Uh, we were talking Witcher earlier. Uh, there's some news. I I think we had brought up in our earlier story you know several dozens of podcasts ago that uh the author of the witcher series andrzej sapkowski when he originally signed his licensing deal it was you know i guess he didn't expect it to take off or whatever yeah
1: he sold it for what very little
0: right very small um polygon notes the previously he had demanded a six million dollar royalty uh agreement but apparently they have come to an agreement of some sort um uh, I was. He says, I was stupid enough to sell them rights to all my novels, he told Eurogamer. They offered me a percentage of their profits. I said, no, there would be no profit at all. Give me all my money right now, the whole amount. It was stupid. I was stupid enough to leave everything in their hands because I didn't believe in their success. But who could foresee their success? I couldn't. So a, a little over a year later, Subkowski had second thoughts in a bold letter to CD Projekt made public in October 2018. That's when we talked about it. He claimed that under polish law he was wrongfully underpaid for his work his demand was 16.11 million in royalties uh they wrote cd project wrote at the time an official statement that his ground his demands were groundless so they did open up negotiations in a brief brief press release issued today cd project said that it and sepkowski signed an agreement further solidifying their relationship this new agreement the statement continues satisfies, and fully clarifies the needs and expectations of both parties, past and present, and sets out a framework for future cooperation between the two sides. It applies not only to video games, but graphic novels, board games, and other associated merchandise. Uh, Today's announcement coincides with the premiere of the Witcher series on Netflix, which we discussed, which relies on Sapkowski's work as the foundation of its narrative. Good things all around.
1: Yeah, which is very nice of CD Projekt Red to kind of open their themselves up to that because they could have just been like well too bad for you yeah so hey good on them
0: and we don't know their next involvement in the witcher because uh they're I... <laughs> they're busy at work on uh cyberpunk that's true
1: yeah i, I don't know it seems kind of weird that they would never go anywhere with that so i'm i'm sure there'll be something somewhere maybe we'll get a remake of the witcher one which is notoriously difficult to play by today's standards
0: i think i saw somewhere that there was a, a list of mods to put on Witcher 1 to make it somewhat playable. Yeah. That is good for Andrzej Sapkowski
1: mm-hmm. and
0: CD Projekt Red. And everybody else. Building the bridge. Uh, next up, Dragon Quest, The Adventure of Die. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? You did. New game project and anime announced. There's a teaser trailer. Do you know anything about this? Sir? I
1: watched the teaser trailer uh, today, actually. So. Okay. What did it consist of? Uh, it did not consist of much. It just had uh, a... <laughs> It just had Dai there and a bunch of Japanese words that I couldn't read. <laughs>
0: Are these some known characters?
1: Well, Dai is like the main uh, protagonist behind uh, there's a Shonen Jump manga, Dragon Quest, The Adventure of Dai, which is over. It was uh, late... Uh, what was that? Early 90s? 80, okay, here it is. 89 to 96. Okay. Um, and it sold over 47 million copies. I'm reading off uh, uh, Gamatsu right now. So... Um, Toy Animation announced a new game, a new anime based off the manga set premiering in fall of 2020. Dragon Quest: The Adventure of Die game is developed by Square Enix and produced by Ryotaro Ichimura. Platforms are not announced, but I'm guess it would be on a ooh, an app for a smartphone. Ooh, give me, hey. a, give me a real game. Hey. I know Apple cr- Arcade exclusive. Yeah, I'd get Apple Arcade. Assuming it's, <laughs> it's not bad, but he's uh, in. That's all it took. Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest series creator Yuji uh, Horii responded, "We oh, are you watching it currently? Yeah, I'm looking okay, at the trailer. Cool. I was like, what is that noise? <laughs> uh, are we allowed to say what hardware in response to the exchange? Ichimura, Ichimura said, once you say which hardware and such, it's basically given away. So mm-hmm. that kind of uh, that kind of implies that it would be a phone game. I don't know. We'll see. I'll play it one way or the other unless it just doesn't look good.
0: What's different about this universe versus uh, the regular Dragon Quest? Is it, uh, or is I, it the
1: same thing? I haven't really gotten too much into it, to be honest. So I know this character is in Jump Force. He's oh. actually a damn good character. Like, really? Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I've not really looked too much into it as far as like, I've not read the entire manga or anything. I've just seen bits and pieces from it. It
0: doesn't look like um, uh, Akira Toriyama. It doesn't look like his art style.
1: Did he do the manga? I don't know. Like I said, I'm not sure. He probably didn't. He probably just had someone that did a similar style. Because you're right, it doesn't look exactly on point with it. Uh Uh-uh.
0: It doesn't have his Dragon Ball, Dragon Quest, Mm -hmm. Chrono Trigger style to it. Yes. Next up in Dragon Quest News. I know you're excited about this one. Dragon
1: Quest News. You mind handling this one, sir? Yeah, I don't have it pulled up. But essentially, Dragon Quest Echoes of the Lucius 8... Um, Echoes of an elusive age shipments uh, uh, and digital sales top 5.5 million. That's pretty damn good. Total worldwide shipment digital sales. Uh, So this accounts for Echoes (laughs) of an Elusive Age and Echoes of an (laughs) Elusive Dragon Quest S. Echoes (laughs) of an Elusive Age definitive edition, which is a Switch version. The Switch one. Yeah. So. uh, The Switch. I would say the Switch version probably
0: put it over that big milestone. I think they sold a shit ton of those.
1: Yeah, uh, game designer and Dragon Quest creator, essentially Yuji Horii said, "If I could ever go back in time and meet myself when I was still making the very first Dragon Quest, I, w- I would love to tell him. In thirty years' time, Dragon Quest Nine or uh, Dragon Quest Eleven echoes of—I a- read that backwards. It's so weird. Echoes of the Lucius Age has been released, and you, you are loved by international fans beyond season, every languages. So uh, he will carry on doing his very best to deliver future Dragon Quest titles to fans worldwide. So." Yeah, this is probably, well, not even probably, this is definitely my favorite RPG of all time at this point. Whoa. And it's got to be in my top ten, I don't know where it would fit my top ten mm-hmm. favorite games, but it's there. Wow. It's there. It's a damn good game. So, uh, I had actually a friend of mine that I've been trying to get to play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this happens every time I get someone to play this game and they get into it. They get to like the post-game stuff and my phone just starts blowing up. Cause <laughs> Wait a minute, what's this? What's this? What's going on? What's it's happening? Like, I can't tell you.
0: It's one I want to go back to cuz I've, I've still got that 10-hour demo that I'm sitting
1: on. Yeah, do it. Uh, I yeah, I have uh I've completed that demo and I've gone a little bit past it, but I I'm very far behind on the Switch version.
0: I thought you had played almost all the way through that one again.
1: No, I've I mean I've got probably 20 hours into it, but I got you. Yeah. But in the context of that game that, you know, takes 100 hours to beat or so.
0: Yeah, that's not yeah. too deep into nah. it. Nah.
1: And and I don't even know how much longer this one is, realistically, than the PS4 version because... The extra content. The extra content Mm -hmm. and uh, looking at my buddy's file when I know he's in the post-game stuff. He's at 140 hours and I'm just like...
0: On the Switch one? "Mm -hmm." Damn, that only came out
1: in September. Dude, every game he has, he has like hundreds of hours. Or not hundreds. He has lots of hours in this stuff. I wish I could be that player. Yeah. He he plays a lot at at work. I think he has like an office and he's not doing stuff. He's just downtime. He's just... That's all he's doing.
0: Living the dream. Living the dream. Uh, Legend of Heroes. It is Legend of Heroes, according to this article from Jematsu. Zero no Kiseki and Ao Ayo no Kiseki. Okay. Coming to PS4 in spring 2020 in Japan. These are upgraded uh, PSP ports. Falcom will release PS4 versions of Legend of Heroes Zero no Kiseki and Legend of Heroes Ao no Kiseki in spring 2020, based on the original PSP titles. They have been remastered in high definition with full voiceovers and new features as the PlayStation 4
1: exclusives. So, this would be a great time to have Cesar on. He would know what this is. I recognize is. these Crossbell characters, like a few of them. I don't know their names. Okay. Uh, this is definitely stuff kind of based off of what happened before uh, Trials of Cold Steel, or maybe during it. I'm not sure. But yeah, these characters, like, they're at the very end of Trials of Cold Steel 2, some of them. I are. see the Crossbell arc stuff, and I know he's brought that up on the and podcast. And then you have. I want to say that's one of the maids or something. I'm not really sure. But, yeah, I'm not that guy right now. So
0: <laughs> Fully voiced main story, high-speed skip mode, which you guys were talking about you wish was in Legend of...
1: That's, that's what Cesar was definitely wanting. Yep. I played through 1 and 2 without primarily the skip thing going on, so it didn't really bother me. Mm-hmm. But I, I I do admit having it was very helpful. It was nice to have.
0: Yeah. Uh, 60 frame per second support, high image and sound quality. And various UI adjustments.
1: Mm, no premium menus like a Kingdom Hearts 3 had? Premium menus. An option
0: to skip battle cutscenes, uh, high-speed skip mode, field screen and menu screen have been brushed up from the original PSP versions. So I should hope so. I would hope so, yeah. <laughs> yep. that would it's be the same glaring. resolution,
1: it's the same thing.
0: That would be a glaring omission to yep. not have that in there. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 DLC coming. Did we know that this was coming up?
1: Mm, I didn't know anything about it. Oh, wow. It.
0: I didn't know it was paid either. Here we go.
1: In fact, I didn't even... Oh, it's just a multiplayer pack.
0: This also comes from um, Gematsu. Part one, due out April 30th, 2020, they've mm-hmm. announced a multiplayer pack, which is $10. Okay. Part one is going to be three new mini-games for the multiplayer Scream Park mode, three new outfits for Luigi with matching floor themes, and new themed ghosts in the cooperative ScareScraper mode. Okay. Users who purchase the download content will also receive an in-game polterpup light called the Flashlight Type P, which can be used during story mode or scarescraper. And part two is going to come out in July, so this is a pretty you know, this is like a six month roadmap for Luigi's Mansion. Yeah,
1: scarescraper is just terrorist hunt from, uh, from from Rainbow Six. That's all that is.
0: Terrorist hunt. That's all it extension. is. <laughs> Straight up terrorist
1: hunt. <laughs> Part 2 is July
0: 31st, includes three more new minigames for Scream Park, three new scarescraper outfits with matching floor themes,
1: and new themed ghosts. So we'll have a total of nine uh, mini games now, and so it's just the default three. That's pretty good. Those three minigames are actually pretty fun, so... Are they good? Yeah. I played all the multiplayer content uh, with, a, with a buddy of mine for this, so... Okay. And yeah, it's enjoyable. It's hard to play with two people. At least uh scare Scraper is, because... I think it's designed for at least four, and you can go up to eight.
0: Get eight people together to play Luigi's Mansion. Good luck with that. Or I was online be, as well.
1: i would be lucky. I think you can do it online, but still, I think I'd be lucky if I got four people on. Hey, this is our best chance here. We could do four here. I think you. I think you would. Even though you can do it online, I think it's be who of you to try to play locally. Oh, for so sure. You could actually talk to each other for the hijinks that would ensue. Well, and then and. In the case of like that, yeah, you have a mini-map where you can see where people are, but you could direct, hey, I'm coming over here, you don't need to go in this room, that sort of thing, or somebody help me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you have voice chat on the Switch online, but assuming you wanted to know, you probably don't.
0: That chat stuff is a is a major holdup, because there's games that have come out, like the, the Bowder's Gate, the mm-hmm. PC ports, that I have decided not to pick up on Switch because of the... Or Diablo, you know, like Diablo 3. I have that, obviously, but... Like when I was talking Russell into getting one or the other for Black Friday, I'm like, well, you know, if we if we play online, the chat's going to be garbage on Switch. We're going to have mm-hmm. to figure out a way to do game audio and then do chat audio separately. Because as far as I know, they're still doing the like, you know, some things are are supported through their app, and then some aren't. And then you have to have that weird headset that takes the game audio. It's just they screwed that up somehow, and I'm not really sure how they how they screwed it up. So they bad.
1: they did the typical Nintendo thing where they they try to be different, but they don't put enough resources into it. No. Or it's just like, okay, you want to do something, and then you—it's almost like they kind of, they kind of realize they flopped, and like, let's just, let's just hope everyone forgets about this right now. <laughs> right, or then
0: people like I think in Fortnite they built it into a separate, yeah, that wasn't there like a, a switch firmware upgrade or something that you were able to. You
1: were, they
0: they know. gave up on that, and you were able to like wing your own cross chat into it. I have No idea. Weird stuff. All right, ten dollars for two pieces of Luigi's Mansion DLC. That's not a bad deal. I might be in. in Nintendo's fact, always probably, good with their I pro- DLC. I
1: probably am. If if anything, I'll just play through, play through it real quick with the uh, the same friend. It, it'll be fun. Will be had.
0: Um, PlayStation is going to allow you to uh, hit the back button in January on January twenty mm-hmm. third. Was a bad segue. This kind of came out of nowhere. I'm not really sure what this thing's all about. Um, this also comes from Jamatsu. Sony Interactive Entertainment has announced the PlayStation 4 back button attachment, which adds two programmable back buttons to the controller and allows you to utilize more of your hand to shorten your response time and give you more flexibility. So it's almost like the paddles on the Elite controller yeah, yeah. and things like that.
1: Yeah, those those I get. What I don't get is the, the high-fidelity OLED screen. Uh, that's funky. Okay, uh, it's you're... gonna launch
0: on January 23rd for 29.99. You want to read the details on it? Oh, it's just that like, is the OLED screen. Yeah,
1: the yeah. the two back buttons can map up to 16 different actions, such as Triangle Circle R1 and R2, to name a few. I don't know why we needed to list off the buttons like we, we <laughs> to get, name a few. We we know what buttons are on a PlayStation controller. Cross, the cross uh, button, yeah. of course. <laughs> yep, of course. Uh, and provide amazing tactical feedback, so you can jump and slide without missing a beat. Okay, that's that's fine. Also features an OLED display that provides real-time information around button assignments. Who holds a controller where they would look at the back of the thing? Yeah, the OLED's facing away. That's what I, I don't get. Um, I don't know. So I I'm, sure, a... I'm sure. I'm sure it will all come to light. Or maybe Cesar, I'm sure will ha- would have a, a brilliant. Oh well, this is how Here's you. Here's what it. you need it for. And, yeah. Yep. And yeah. I. But right now, Cesar's yelling if he's listening. He's like, "Well, <laughs> you know the father." <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, know, I don't. I don't get why you'd button. have. I don't get why you'd have a screen there. I, I. mean, I get maybe having an extra button in the middle. Yeah. That makes sense. Maybe I don't know. Can you press it on the screen and that's another button?
0: What crossed my mind was I had the Pulse Elite headset from PS3, mm-hmm. and you could put like the, when they would release games, it was like uh maybe Resistance Three, Last of Us. Like they had specific sound
1: modes for it. Yeah. Modes
0: for the headset. Yeah. Like, yeah. I but get you that. would sight you would hit a button and cycle through, and it would tell you like Last of Us. It would tell you what it was. Maybe the OLED just tells you. Shows you the button and then also tells you like so what configuration you have set up.
1: I just I don't know, cool idea, but I I just have questions. So does that screen cut off when you're playing? Because I mean, like I pointed out on Twitter, but I've I've seen other people say Look, the the battery life on this the PlayStation controller are garbage anyway. It already sucks, yeah. And Are we just gonna half that again? Or How bad go is from that? From three and a half be? hours to to one <laughs> one hour or so. Hey, it's a cool thing. It's a
0: good option. Uh, I like the yeah, idea we'll it, of
1: it. I just I have questions. We'll see what some good uses for it are. For $30, bucks, i am willing to give it a shot. We'll see what it's all about.
0: Mm-hmm. Excited to hear uh, Cesar's opinions also. Absolutely. Alright, you want to go into our holiday-themed uh, discussion thingy? Yep,
1: yeah? the underlined holiday themes. Uh, it's kind of weird how I put it
0: on there in the notes, didn't <laughs> I don't it? Know, I was it, just like, it just had gaps when I made the notes. I don't, I don't know why I put that stuff underneath there. All right, my article's not coming up. Nor is mine. Talk amongst yourselves. All
1: right, exactly. Everyone, this is a good time to insert your own Christmas music into this segment. And we're back. I'm not back, so go
0: ahead. You got a blurry image. Hey, I can read the article. That's all that matters. It's censored.
1: I got an error. Could not connect.
0: So I flipped through this, and I... You may want to jump off Wi-Fi. That's what I'm going to do. Yep. I read through this, and I have actually played the majority of these Christmas-themed video games. Christmas-themed, Christmas-themed end- video games. This is the whole game on this list. Okay. The next list will be levels. Um, and I think the majority of them are PC uh, oriented, which is where that would have come from. It, you know, it seemed like a good way when there was freeware back in the day. Because this is an old school list, also. Let me. It's from oldschoolgamevault.com.
1: Oh yeah, I pulled right up. Okay, continue.
0: Uh, so this was a good, a good way to get freeware out there is to release like a Christmas themed gotcha. for your game. Uh, when they mentioned is jazz, Jack rabbit holiday hair from 1995 on PC mm-hmm. from cliff Blazinski, of course, I did not play this one. I have not played uh, much jazz Jack rabbit, even though they're on gog, he's still getting royalty checks. I saw him put a Twitter post from jazz Jack rabbit, mm. uh, Duke Nukem nuclear winter. Did you play this?
1: I'm actually looking at this list now. I don't see most of this stuff. I've <laughs> not played. Um, days Before Christmas. I don't know
0: what that one is. Nope. Donkey Kong Country 3, Dixie Kong's Double Trouble.
1: I think everyone's played this. And yes. Yeah, that's just a, a cheat code you can... Yep. If you know. enter the secret code Mary during the file selection
0: screen, you'll turn the game into a true Christmas delight. All the bonus levels now start playing Christmas music and you are now collecting bells and presents instead of stars and bananas. Uh, costume Quest, Grubbins
1: on Ice. Which I did not know was a Christmas. I thought that was a Halloween thing. Xbox Live Arcade. Mm-hmm.
0: Coming from the brilliant minds of Tim Schafer and Double Fine.
1: Yeah, I, I have this game. It's, it's a good game, but I didn't know I had any Christmas bits. Here's
0: the big one. These next two are, are my most memorable. Yeah. Nights into Dreams, Christmas Nights. Do you have a copy of this? No. I do have this on disc. Oh, nice. We could stream Nights into Dreams, Christmas Nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christmas Lemmings. Says it's for the Amiga, but I know I played it on PC over here because we didn't really have Amiga stuff. This was all Christmas-themed limming stuff, getting them, you know, from the from point A to point B. Uh, this is one of Cesar's favorite games, James Pond 2, code name RoboCod. Mm. Uh, James Pond is back, and this time things are serious. Well, sort of. You've got to fight against your nemesis, Doctor Maybe, who has fled to the North Pole and assumed control of Santa's operations. Saints Row Four: How the Saints Saved Christmas. This was a DLC content. Correct. I've not played this
1: one. I played the main game, but not the not the DLC. The last but not least, I couldn't read that for some reason. Home Alone
0: <laughs> for Sega Genesis,
1: which I have not played either. So All right,
0: I'm, what do we think of the
1: list? I'm missing. It miss- wasn't a whole lot of conversation pieces. <laughs> I'm missing two that I would think that needed to be added, and that's a DC Universe Online. Okay. Uh, around this time of year, if you get on, everything is Christmas themed.
0: Warcraft does the same thing, right? Uh, I guess I don't know. Pl- I don't play.
1: I don't play Warcraft, but yeah, you have Christmas trees all over the place. There's Christmas themed um, bosses and stuff like that. All the enemies are like snowmen, and not all of them, but you know, you get a, a good chunk of it is Christmas themes. The uh, JLA Headquarters has got Christmas trees and stuff in it and stuff like cool. that. Are you still playing that at all?
0: Do you ever dip back in there?
1: I usually dip back in around this time of year okay, because that's the, that's the only really things I care to see. So uh, That and you have uh, the other one I'm, I'm thinking of is Elf Bowling. <laughs> elf Bowling. I don't know how that didn't get mentioned in here. I think that is a, a timeless Was that a DS,
0: DS game? PBS it was originally game? a PC, but yeah. yeah,
1: you can get on DS. Okay. I think you can get on GBA as well. Elf Bowling I think I remember selling this game yeah well that was around our time you also have the well this is in their honorable mentions The Nightmare Before Christmas uh, Oogie's Revenge or PS2 and that's on Xbox as well Mm -hmm.
0: is that any good I don't have
1: either one of those I have it on Xbox it's okay pretty solid it's just a third person adventure game if I remember correctly that's pen a minute since so I popped that in. it been a while since you played the uh, Nightmare uh, Oh, and the Christmas Polar Christmas. Express. I don't know how that didn't get mentioned either. That's is that awesome. a good game? Uh, no, not no. really. But it is a Christmas-themed video game. <laughs> oh, that was from... Well, that was an old-school
0: gaming list, even though they did put Saints Row 4 on there. Uh, so I was going to say... They kind of broke their own rules. They did. All right, the next list is the top 10 Christmas, Christmas-themed Christmas games, levels, and DLC. This comes from Games, Horror, and Heavy Metal. GBHBL.com. Okay. interesting
1: low battery mode sweet you about to run out of juice ah uh, 20% how did that happen that's fine oh you still got like 8 hours I didn't charge it at all that's how
0: it happened they start off with costume quest grubbins on ice just like from that last list Well,
1: oh, okay so that's DLC then yep okay that's why I never saw it
0: overlord 2 opening section the start of overlord 2 sees you starting as a child of the original overlord who has had to grow up and is an outcast
1: hmm okay that <laughs> looks interesting bless you these at least have photos <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you, bless you. Yeah, that does help when it loads actual images from
0: the game. It's now Christmas and time for the boy, Overlord, to become what he's destined to be, starting with Wrecking Christmas for the Townspeople. Overlord was a fun game. I like both of those.
1: Mm -hmm. I have both of them, and I didn't really get too much into either one of them. They're good. Uh, Mafia 2's opening scene
0: I don't remember this from Mafia 2
1: I do not remember anything Christmassy outside of it being Christmas season
0: One of the most underrated games to be released Mafia 2 is an incredible opening scene after you get through the early war section in Italy Maybe that's why I didn't make it past Yeah, Returning home to the city having done your duty and you find it is in the midst of Christmas season and the city is covered in glorious snow To top it off, let it snow is playing on the car radio and it just feels incredibly authentic That screen capture really, really gets it
1: mm-hmm.
0: It looks awesome you will play some Mafia, too. Yeah, you do. Shinmu, uh, here you go. You take this one, sir. That is an interesting-looking Santa Claus.
1: Yeah. So as winter closes in and December draws to the change in Shinmu, until that time when you're heading back home and you notice the first flakes of snow falling from the sky. The next morning, the streets are blanketed in the white stuff. Christmas music is playing from the shops. Decorations are up, and Santa's roam the street. So, yeah, this is... uh. I use an RV to get to this point, at least the last couple of things, because this is from the first game. This is from the first game. Okay, uh, you can actually beat the game before any of this happens, so uh, which I usually do. Um, yeah, if you wait around to December twenty fifth, mm-hmm. uh, everything does get Christmassy for That's that. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Who's this Santa? Is it just a
1: no, character just, dressed it's just, up as Santa? Just a guy walking around. You can talk to him, and he says some Christmassy things As you see there. Is yeah. Christmas is a time for giving. Ho ho ho! And then he moves on.
0: He just goes on yep. to go to go buy a hot dog He's, from he, he's just an
1: NBC, yeah.
0: Uh, this article also mentions Saints Row 4, how the Saints saved Christmas. Uh, Bully. Bully's school-themed gameplay takes place across several of these seasons, and the best by far is the one that falls across Christmas with snow to boot. Outfits and Christmas-themed missions. A lot of people cite this as their favorite game of Christmas themes because of how authentic it feels. There's a toilet in that screenshot. I don't really know what's going on.
1: I, I You know, I, I try to play Bully every once in a while, and I always be like, yeah, I'm going to do this, and then I fall off.
0: <laughs> I started it on, um, I think I was playing it on PS2, and I was amazed by it. I was like, oh, my God, look check this game out. and just never went back to it. I have
1: it on Wii, Xbox. I don't have it on PS2. But, yeah. I may have a duplicate over there. I think I just found one. Mm, interesting. You may have a copy of Bully
0: in your future, sir. Oh, goodness. More duplicates. Uh, Animal Crossing. Any Animal Crossing game goes through a transformation once we hit the Christmas months, as well as the white stuff. I guess that's snow. Trees are decorated with lights, and decorations spring up throughout the town. Christmas items are sold, and you can take part in many Christmas-themed events and parties. Only Animal Crossing manages to make it seem like Christmas is a natural part of the game's yearly cycle as it only becomes playable once the real calendar gets to Christmas.
1: I know on Animal Crossing uh, Pocket Camp, that first holiday season, or it came out later on. Mm Mm-hmm. I was all about getting every Christmas item. <laughs> oh, Pocket Camp? Oh, my God. Is that
0: your most played time for uh Oh, definitely. I have
1: every Christmas item in Pocket wow. Camp. At least for the first year that it was out. I'm sure they probably added more stuff the next year. Yeah. But you had to do all this. You had to craft the stuff out of regular items and then you had to get like candy canes and you could only get those by doing favors for people so i was just going around town hey man what do you need
0: oh wow i need those candy canes so it was involved like it wasn't just show up and open a present or
1: whatever oh no yeah it took some work oh huh. but i have all all the stuff you have good memories
0: of pocket camp that's all that matters mm-hmm. number three salmon max beyond time and space ice station
1: santa never played this uh, i i have this on um we i think Sam and Max? I've never played a Sam and Max game. I had both of them on Wii. and uh, Well, both of the ones that came out on Wii. And I want to say this was one of them, but I'm not positive. What is a Sam and Max game like? It's a point-and-click style adventure. Kind of like an early Telltale game. Okay. I don't know if you ever played the Back to the Future game Mm. that they put out. But, yeah, it's kind of like that. Similar to that?
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Number two on their list, Christmas Nights. We've already covered that one. Mm That is a well-known Christmas game. And then number one, another one of your favorite games, sir.
1: Yeah, Freeze Easy peak. So that, that's, uh, when I think of Christmas-themed games or levels, this is where my mind immediately goes, because the music and the entire level for this is just very, very holiday-themed. I mean, there's a giant Christmas tree, there's a giant snowman. The music, uh, as aforementioned, is just fantastic. This is in the first game? Yes, this is in the first game. So, in fact, I need to go back and look at this level briefly. you got a save
0: file you can load and then, into yeah, it and be yeah,
1: close. And then... uh. I think they even added that snowman in. I could be wrong. The demo for Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts uh, is different from the main game, and I want to say the snowman in it, but I'm not positive.
0: Very cool. Those are your Christmas-themed games. Mm -hmm. If you guys uh, have any favorite Christmas games or levels that we didn't mention in these two lists, let us know on Twitter or Instagram. Send us an email. We'll read it out loud.
1: Play one today.
0: Play a Christmas-themed game
1: today. Except for the Polo Express. Don't play that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: as we already discussed, yeah, is garbage. Just, yeah, Don't do not do that. Don't do that to yourself.
0: Do you have any personal favorites outside of that Banjo-Kazooie level? Uh, well,
1: Like I said, I like to get on DC Universe online and kind of look at that. Anything that, that offers a Christmas thing, I'm all about. Yeah. Usually so.
0: Um, I'll stick with the N64. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no,
1: I'm, I'm just trying to think of I'll anything s- else.
0: I'll stick with the N64. Maybe it was the fog thing or whatever that lended <laughs> to, to good snow levels. I got you. But uh, there's two Mario Kart 64 levels. There's... What Russell and I called Crappy Snowland. Yeah, fra- snow crappy Snowland. Crappy snow <laughs> Snowland. And there was one more I can't remember the name of it that had snow and ice in it. And then uh, the Mario um, 64 level.
1: Yep. Okay. I can't remember the name of it Lord, but it was like The where you a throw, throw the penguin off yep. the edge of
0: the cliff. <laughs> the infamous kick the penguin off the edge of the map.
1: Yep. That's the fastest way to get him down there. What is the name of that level? Uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. I gotta know now. Yeah, you do have to know because I have to know. It's gonna eat at us. Yep. Uh, right. Lost I'll... Lost Planet. Does that count? Lost Planet. The first one is very very. <laughs> I actually think the third one is too. I've been sitting on the third one forever and haven't really played it. Oh yeah, he's much. got like so.
0: the frosted over beard and everything mm-hmm. in the in the.
1: On so, the cover. rather he was uh, in the snow or eating a massive amount of uh, donuts that was uh, the powdered donuts beforehand. Or maybe oh, years there out. we go. He could be doing cocaine.
0: I'm not really sure. Oh, wow. This this lore got extreme. Lost Planet 3. What is he actually doing? What... <laughs> He's not
1: doing it. He's just sitting there twitching in a chair. and all his imagination. What are the frosted tips <laughs> in his tweaking beard? out. <laughs> it's a dark side of yep. Lost Planet 3 that we created. Lost Planet is uh, X-enhanced and it's backwards compatible. All of them? I don't know if they're... Actually, are they X-enhanced? I'll have to look that up. I know they're all backwards compatible, more, though, for sure. More research is needed.
0: Uh, cool, Cool Mountain is the name of the Mario 64 level.
1: Oh, wow. How <laughs> how easy to guess that we didn't. Cool,
0: Cool Mountain. I know there's people screaming at their uh, their podcast uh, host of, of choice at us. I'm trying to find this Mario Kart 64 level, too. Courses. Race courses.
1: Choose your course. I'm actually looking to see if... Because uh, I'm kind of curious about the Lost Planet, if it's X-enhanced.
0: Okay, so your Mario Kart 64s are Frappy-slash-Crappy Snowland and Sherbert Land. Uh, That's the super icy one. I gotcha. What'd you find on Lost Planet, sir? Uh, I haven't yet. We turned this into snow-themed games. Did well, you see I that? mean,
1: you, you kind of pushed yourself into a box by making it into a Christmas thing. Right. So, whereas snow is a little more, you know... So, the Lost Planet series is all backwards compatible as of February
0: 21st, 2019, according to Windows Central. Yeah. It does not look like it's
1: X-enhanced. Yeah, it may not be. I know it's all backwards compatible. I know that
0: all three were. That's really cool.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I went and tracked them down. Uh,
0: I think you talked me into getting a couple of them because of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I got all of them uh, right when that popped up, so. Here they
0: are. Look, you saw the banner I got, right? It was for TCL TVs. Look at that. Right there, front and center. Yeah, you've been 29. researching this. Yeah, hit hit this link. We know you mm-hmm. want one from Best Buy. Go ahead. Jerks. Mm. Targeted advertising. All right, you want to take a quick break before we go into Games Play? I know I need to blow my nose. I'm sure listeners are tired of listening to Sniffling.
1: <laughs> You're fine. Go for it. I probably
0: won't do, build a break into it. We'll just pause it and come back to Games Play. Right. And we're back. You probably didn't notice anything.
1: I know I didn't.
0: I don't know. This is weird. Both had a chance to <laughs> relieve ourselves. Yep. I blew my nose. You checked out our new cat box.
1: I did. <laughs> if I didn't check out the box. I checked out the hole leading into the box.
0: You checked out the container
1: stuck, for the stuck box. Stuck my head in that hole.
0: <laughs> I didn't. And then there's that. All right. Let's go into gameplay. There's not a lot to it.
1: No, there's not.
0: <laughs> so are you going to my one gameplay? You kind of mentioned like, hey, I might start up a playthrough. You think you're gonna play it also?
1: I don't know. I'm not looking at it. What is it? <laughs> It is
0: Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice.
1: Uh, I did download it on the the local hard drive. Okay. I, I don't like plugging in my external because it just makes too much noise. Oh Mine is so fucking loud. So like, oh, it's on oh. my external, but it's like, mm, I don't even want to plug that in. So yeah. if I have space on my regular one, I just transfer it over. You'll just put... let it be on there? Yeah. So I actually downloaded it on PC because it does
0: support the ultra-wide, the 21x9. I gotcha. We got it through the uh, Humble Bundle, I guess like two months ago. Because I was like, do I have it on there? And I made sure like everything I remember about the game was listen with headphones. Yeah, yeah. So I plugged in headphones and, man, I got sucked into that game. I'm probably an hour, hour and a half in, which is a lot for me. Um, there's a lot going on with that game. I got you. It's a very cinematic, um, I would almost say walking simulator. Because I've, mm, yeah. I've done one round of combat. Do you remember this from your playthrough?
1: I didn't get to the combat. You I never got, got to the to, combat? I got to the door. So that was like maybe maybe thirty minutes to an hour in. Okay. There was like a door you had to do something. You're about. not
0: far from it, but I think you're supposed to lose the first battle. Like I think it teaches you a gameplay element by you losing. Okay. Yeah, the first I could one. I could see that. Dude, it's gorgeous. I, I know it's going to be great on One X, but it's mm-hmm. freaking gorgeous on uh I'm on sure. PC with yeah. the with the ultra wide. It's
1: game. obviously a well optimized game if they can get it around Switch. So.
0: It is on Switch. I forgot that. It's on everything. You could play Hellblade on anything. Mm-hmm. Is there a physical copy for Switch? No. Because uh, I know I, you know I supported Humble or IGN or whoever owns. I think IGN does own Humble. So they did get some money from me as far as my subscription goes. But I think I, uh, it's deserving of a physical copy from somewhere.
1: I might get a Xbox physical copy eventually. But be mm. it that I have not even played through it. Yeah. I'll play the digital one first and then decide.
0: My excitement was coming from that trailer of the Hellblade 2 <laughs> Hellblade that was 2. shown off for, yeah. Yeah, for Xbox One. X yeah, I
1: suddenly got more interested after <clears> that too, so.
0: And it's not that long of a game. Like, apparently it's like seven or eight hours, mm-hmm. but it is very, I don't think I've ever played anything like it. It's very immersive. Okay. I'm digging it. So Digging I it.
1: Put, I, I will probably get around to that in the near future, because I've been meaning to do it forever and just, mm-hmm. I just put it off, so.
0: Hellblade: Sinua's
1: Sacrifice. Mm-hmm. All
0: right, what have you played, sir? That is my one game played in this holiday week.
1: I didn't write this down, but we're talking about not long games. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Untitled Goose Game popped up on oh, Game Pass. It is on Game Pass. It's on everything else now, but if you have an Xbox, it's free on Game Pass. So, yeah, I played through that uh, again. It's, it's the same as the Switch version. <laughs> I, I actually think it... Shadows are maybe a little bit better, okay. but it does look better, but not by a whole lot. The Resolution's higher. Xbox One X in it is. It's four K goose four K goosing goose goodness. Four <laughs> K goosing. There you go. So um, yeah, so I played through that. It's been a, it's been a slow week. I played a little more Assassin's Creed, which I talked about previously. Which one? Um, which one are you playing again? Odyssey Judgment of Atlantis. That's okay. the last DLC. I'm trying to chew my way through that just so I can. As I said, I like to have stuff on my internal. And that Assassin's Creed's been on there for so long. It's like I, I just need to finish it. That way, I can get like a hundred gigs back, pretty much.
0: It's probably a good thing that they didn't come out with a new title this year, so that you uh, can keep working yeah. your way through this. Yeah, all the DLC. Yeah, this absolutely. Way. So
1: uh, it was the same way when I finally finished up Final Fantasy fifteen and all the DLC. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I can get like eighty gigs back at last, <laughs> or however much it takes. I know it takes an insane amount, so. Right. And then my uh, only other things I played is... um. You said you had some tinkering games. Yeah, well, we had... Uh, which I'm most excited about. I got Nelly a new monitor uh, as part of her Christmas present, so... Excellent. Um, so I took our old monitor, and I was just like... It's, it's sitting in the game room, and I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, I have a monitor, or I have a little TV I take with me when I travel for video games, so I was like, let me just plug up a PS4 Slim to this monitor and see how it looks. Yeah. The aspect ratio is a bit weird. What does it do? Um, it's fine. It just, it's not widescreen, but it's not full screen. It's okay. It's 768p, the monitor. So it's a weird resolution. Which but, is
0: like, I think that's what 720p is native, is actually
1: 768. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's what, it, but anyway, so uh, I just, I had the slim in there and I just played things that were already in there. So like mm-hmm. Shenmue 3 was on there, so I popped it in, let it go. It was very bright. I had to turn the brightness down. <laughs> uh, but then I, I adjusted the monitor and it was fine. I played that for a little while. It looked really good. Um, Spider-Man looked really off. Spider-Man, but it looked good. Like it looked off at first. Like I got used to it. But I'm used. To, I'm used to having these things with widescreen. So right. And then uh, yeah, I played some Mark of Cree which looked like butthole. So uh, <laughs> which I already knew wasn't gonna look great because it's PS2. Right. But yeah. Where did that franchise go? There's Mark Kree Cree. And then there's Rise of Kasai. Rise and of Kasai. And then, yeah, that was it. I think there was supposed to be a trilogy, but I think they just didn't sell enough.
0: With those two sales. I know Rise of fun.
1: Kasai probably nailed it for them because I remember that game coming out and I being excited.
0: And you were the only one? I was the only person, yeah. So. Hey, they put them on PS4. Some, they did something right. Both of those games are on PS4. Cool. I
1: think I think uh, they understand that legacy is... It, those are good games. They're enjoyable. They have a very unique combat system where you rotate the right stick to mark enemies, Mm -hmm. and they assign a button to each enemy. Very cool. So if you want to attack the guy behind you and he's marked triangle, instead of like having to turn around, you just hit triangle and he automatically goes to him.
0: him. It's different. This is a Sony San Diego studio game. Mm -hmm. You're a baseball studio.
1: It's it's enjoyable though. Uh, I would love to see a remake. Like,
0: the music's by Jack Wall from uh, Mass Effect.
1: Of all the games uh, that they make remakes for, I'd love to see them tackle this, maybe put them all in one collection or something.
0: They made they do MLV the show, they did Sports Champions, Mod Nation Racers Road Trip for Vita, hmm. along with uh, United Front and Media Molecule, they did Little Big Planet Karting, Sport Champion Two.
1: Little Big Planet
0: Carding. Drawn to Death, along with the Bartlett Jones Supernatural Detective Agency. And Star Blood Arena for PlayStation VR. So they they are the kind of studio that would bring that back up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You want a new one in that in that realm?
1: Maybe that's what Blue Point's working on. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's not their biggest project yet. Is I'm sure that's not it. The successor to Rise of Kasai. Watch that be it. That'd be awesome. oh yeah. Um, I know it makes some people happy. I know we were talking about it, so you know maybe it'll happen. Yep. Oh, uh, we already put it out there. Xenoblade Chronicles too. I mentioned it. Just throwing it not, out there. Not Xenoblade Chronicles X. Xenoblade Chronicles X. Excellent. I gotta mention it on every episode. That's how it happens. Gotta bring it up. Yep. Is that all your games played? That's it. Like I say, it's been a it's been a really light week uh, for me. So it is
0: in the spirit of Christmas as we did last week. You may now open your items, sir. Uh, yeah. Here we go live Christmas on gifts. air
1: yeah you guys' gifts were kind of impromptu, so like I, I was not expecting a return gift. Uh, uh, I've been
0: I, sitting on these for quite some time, so <laughs> we shall see. I was
1: gonna get them to last year. <laughs>
0: um, I know this is your your niche. I just hope you don't have these yet. My niche. Your niche. You have a very special. Do I? <laughs> enjoyment of.
1: I had to. Uh, I had to throw that in there.
0: Yeah. Well, hey! Apparently, people like listening to us open presents because our last episode is did, one of our highest listened to ones really in quite well. some time. Yeah,
1: some more Christmas ornaments. Do you uh, have this yeah. one? No, I don't actually. Yes. I did well then. We will tackle on. We'll tack it to the the Christmas tree that is already full of uh, gaming ornaments. Gaming ornaments. So, what do you have there, sir? This is a uh, this is a Christmas tree ornaments Mario and Peach. You so are Mario's a image. known lover of Christmas. I and am, Christmas trees. I am a Christmas fiend. Some might say. And you kind of like games, so Sometimes. it combines, it combines yeah. the two. Yeah, I only have a whole room dedicated to something I only kind of like.
0: <laughs> As one does. Yeah, you know,
1: I, I didn't know what else to do with the room, so. I
0: guess uh, video games are a thing. I'll, I'll just put up shit in video going to be, games be the
1: cat's room, but I have more video games than I do cats, so. <laughs> All oh. right. Next one is in, in the nice uh, snowman wrapping.
0: Oh, as a follow-up from last week, we did listen to the Metal Gear Solid soundtrack on vinyl, and it is freaking—it is freaking amazing. It is it a, sounds so it good. It is a very
1: vinyl-y soundtrack. More Christmas ornaments, I'm assuming. It might be. We'll see. Oh yeah, some Xbox Christmas ornaments.
0: Do you have these, sir? I do not. How have I done this? I, I did well. I'm very pleased. You did.
1: You did fantastically, sir. I appreciate this. I could ever get it completely open. It's getting there. God.
0: keep working at it.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm just that might
0: saying. sound interesting. We'll have to let we'll to play that one back and see if I. If you I have you to missed tone it that earlier down. when
1: I put it right up against the mic. Oh no, we heard it. Oh yeah. You are. You're. I think you're a more sturdy rapper than I am.
0: Oh sir, do not be mistaken. I do not wrap gifts. Oh, this is the most <laughs> job yeah. here.
1: The missus for sure wrapped this. This is not me. She yeah, uh, she is a uh she definitely wraps more so than I do.
0: Okay, so we also don't get scotch tape. We pack our st- or she wraps our stuff with uh packing tape. Oh really? It's always very secure. You could have shipped that item. It is
1: definitely secure, I would say. I'm working on this thing even at this ma- uh, now it's stuck to the table. Fantastic. What do you
0: have there? You've mentioned uh Okay, mentioned so ornaments? these are
1: uh Xbox official gear. This is official you Throw World
0: that out there. exclusive. Exactly. Xbox. Xbox One enhanced ornaments. Yeah, exactly.
1: So these are uh, four Xbox ornaments. Um it looks like the company that makes them is Paladone, or Paladone, Paladon, something like that. So yeah, you got Palladium. four, four uh, ornaments. Two of them are they're they're like black Christmas ornaments. Two of them have Xbox controllers on it. One has the logo with uh, looks like you have a Gears logo, some Ori stuff, Halo, Minecraft.
0: Also had the option of some PlayStation ornaments, but I figured that was more your cup of tea. Yeah, I thought they looked better too.
1: Yeah, I, the green, the green looks good. The so. green will look really good on the mm-hmm. tree. I think I'm gonna have to go get the PlayStation ones, because i 'cause I'm I'm weird like that. That will give you some more to throw on. There. Oh yeah, never can I never have enough Christmas. Morning. I used to go a little more crazy. Um, you toned and, it down some. Yeah, the only uh, even all the Christmas balls, I don't put the green ones on there anymore because 'cause I'm just like. The tree's green.
0: Yeah, but you get, two, you get two months' worth of your decorations in, so it's definitely worth it.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I try to put this stuff up as early as possible. I know a lot of mm-hmm. people wait till like, the week before Christmas, put their tree up. It's like, why? That's a lot of effort for you to see not a lot of it. With a real tree, too. I'm like, what,
0: why are you going to get a real tree, like, right now? But hey, mm-hmm. people's traditions are traditions.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think a real tree would last that well for two months. No, it wouldn't. Yeah, you so, definitely have to have fake yeah, ones for that. I, I like fake ones anyway. They're a lot less work to keep up with. Merry Christmas, sir. Thank you. Thank you hope, uh, very
0: much. Hope the missus enjoys those as well. Oh, yeah, she on will. On the tree. Um, we were kind of joking about the world exclusive and all that stuff. I forgot <laughs> to put this in news, so I kind of want to add it at the end if you're cool with that. Yeah, go for uh, it. They published some game awards numbers. We talked about all the game awards announcements last, mm. last week and the how game, much we enjoyed the, the show. The game advertisements. The gotcha. Key, yeah, the game, the Keeleys. Um, this comes from VentureBeat, uh, Dean Takahashi. We We read a lot of his stuff. Uh, the Game Awards announced that last week's video game showcase reached more than forty-five point two million global live streams. Wow! Which is up seventy-three percent from last year's. I was say uh, that's a
1: lot higher than
0: I remember. It's big. Last year's record-setting performance was twenty-six point two million live streams. So this is taking off, man. And we've seen it. We've seen, it's, a giant, it's a giant picture of Jeff Keighley and it stopped me in my tracks.
1: Yeah, I was like, "Hey, buddy." Oh, oh
0: God. <laughs> I heard you talking shit about yeah, me. the Keighleys. Oh, we love Jeff Keighley. He's his own special character. But um you know we've talked about the the impact of the show and and seeing kind of how it's converted from you know the awards were definitely a diminished part of the show this year for sure. Oh yeah yeah yeah. This was for this was more announcements I would say like a, an E3 level type presentation. I I'm
1: completely cool with the announcements parts yep. yeah that that's announcements that's and trailers. Primarily why I watch it is the announcements.
0: And I know you're super psyched for the Fast and Furious.
1: You know, Xbox 360. I, can't, I can't quit posting about it. I'm all about <laughs> this shit. i got my 360 primed and ready.
0: All right, uh, I thought that was pretty important to note. Good job on the Game Awards. Yeah. Rapid growth.
1: See you next year. 100 million. Let's do it. Jeff Keeley, you can do it. Mm-hmm.
0: Another 73% growth. Uh, I think that's it for us, sir. That's it. You good? It's a, it's a shorter week. You can find us on uh, Twitter and Instagram as No podcast Just search for us. Um, the podcast will go up on Tuesday, which will be Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play,
1: SoundCloud, Spotify, and something else. Did we do SoundCloud? I think I just did. Google Play, iTunes, did that. Stitcher, Overcast. Overcast.
0: Just a podcast. The Overlooked Overcast. Overlooked Overcast. Um thank you for joining us this week. Everyone have a merry christmas. Uh next week should be our game of the year episode in that timing right? Uh, yes. We'll yeah. be discussing our games of
1: CSR the year. Cesar will be back. I got yeah. I got I got to get my list together really. Um I'm starting to build mine like
0: I'm probably going to have to look over a list of what came out this year and then what I played that's, our,
1: that's what I'm going to do
0: too. Our, our game of the year lists are always different cuz I always
1: have to look at that list of what came out cuz mm-hmm. cuz there's there's always those moments of like did that come out this year yeah. or oh shit I completely forgot about this but I loved it sort of thing. It's something
0: that you guys dove into and like wrapped up like mm-hmm. I know A Plague Tale is probably going to come up on both of your lists. Uh, I didn't I didn't, a... fin-
1: I didn't finish it like he did so okay. um
0: Hey, a lot of the games I'm going to mention I didn't finish, so there'll be that too.
1: But even but even so, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say oh this is definitively the best thing, and I haven't even played more than an hour of it or sort of. Short oh of, no, our
0: so. but our game of the year, our our discussion is always games that had an impact on us this year. Yeah, Whether these these new, are all very
1: personal lists. Yep. Um, I mean, what are we gonna do? Uh, games of the year, games that we played this year that maybe didn't come out. And uh, that's what we include like in our that, list because yeah. if you listen to last year's, like I've got I've got worst a lot of cool game stuff we there. played this year worst game we've played this year
0: yeah I don't play many bad games oh Halo 4 might be on
1: <laughs> there you go see
0: we'll have that discussion yeah, next week so we will stay tuned uh, thank you for joining us this week and we'll catch you next week bye
1: mm-hmm Merry Christmas
0: So what did you see about that uh, that Assassin's Creed Switch trilogy? What kind of
1: turned you off of it? I said it's like a, just a pretty much an enhanced version of the PS3 sort of era stuff. Yeah.
0: I said some. the one video I was looking at, like some Black Flag things, ran better on that than they did on PS4. I guess it was like the anti-aliasing or something.
1: I didn't see anything that made it <laughs> appear better than it did on PlayStation 4. Really? No. So, nah.